0: Arizona Sports is proud to
1: present the Uprising Podcast. Uprising Podcast. Hello and welcome into the Uprising Podcast, a podcast about Phoenix Rising Football Club. I am your host, Jake Anderson. Today, my guest is Phoenix Rising center back Damien Lowe. Damien is the newest addition to the team this season. In fact, the club has played more games this year than the amount of days Damien has been in the state of Arizona. Uh, Lowe was out of a contract since May after he and Norwegian First Division side I.K. Start, who he had been at the club since 2017, agreed to mutually part ways. Uh, before that, Damien actually attended the University of Hartford in Connecticut and then played for PDL side Reading United before getting drafted 8th overall in the 2014 MLS Super Draft. He would then go on to play for the likes of then Sounders 2, who are now known as Tacoma Defiance, and then NASL side Minnesota United, who are now in the MLS, and then USL side Tampa Bay Rowdies, before going over to Norway and eventually ending up here in Phoenix. But, Damon won't be a complete stranger in the Phoenix Rising dressing room. Damon is a Jamaican international, so he has obviously played alongside the likes of Junior Flemings and Kevon Lambert, especially in the last two Gold Cups, in which Jamaica made it to the final and semi-final. So, without further ado, let me bring on Phoenix Rising's newest defender, Damon Lowe. Damon, how are you, man? Nice to meet you. My name is Jake Anderson with Arizona Sports. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, <laughs> nice to virtually meet you. Obviously, in the 2020, this is how we got to do it.
0: Hey, yeah, uh, we'll make it work. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Uh,
1: thanks. Uh, thanks for taking time out of your day to join me. Um, how are you like in Arizona? How long have you actually? How long have you actually been here?
0: Uh, seven, eight days. No, yeah.
1: So, can like, you kind of take us through over. the? Yeah, about a week or so. Can you kind of take me through the process of, you know, how you got to Phoenix Rising? Who, you know, who called who? Who sold you to come to Phoenix? Why Arizona? I mean, Phoenix,
0: you know, it's the best team in the league right now. You know, so that's they're playing attractive football. You know, I know a couple of the guys from the team, you know, I new junior, you know, Lambert, Darnell, you know, Zach, you know, AJ, um, so I like I know a lot of the guys, so you know that was a no-brainer also. But um, you know I was at home. You know obviously you know the whole pandemic has um, hindered a lot of teams from signing players and stuff. So I was like you know I I called my agent and I said hey listen, you know I'd be interested to to, to join a USL team. Uh, we reached out to you know a couple teams and then. I think Phoenix fit everything that I'm about. And, you know, I'm a winning mentality, good football, good organization that, you know, want to grow and to compete day in, day out.
1: So, you know, before you uh, were a professional footballer, you, you played in college, you played in uh, in Connecticut at Hartford. Can you kind of talk to me about your college days?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you know... The University of Hartford, it's uh, not a popular division one school, but you know, we had really good players and um, we did good, you know, in the America East. Um, great experience, you know, for me. I think it kind of paved the way paved the way and set like the foundation for me to being a good pro and a responsible, you know, person, you know. Um living on my own away from my parents uh, you know, as a teenager, you know, coming straight out of Jamaica, it, it can be a little bit culture shock for you uh, and you know uh, I think it's helped me a lot you know progressing into the prof- you hear me?
1: yeah I got you now so uh your your first week here in in Phoenix with the team what has training been like because um uh, from what I've seen in years past being allowed there and what the team always talks about is it's just like a pure competition in training
0: I mean, yeah, I haven't been training competitively for the past, what, five months? Um, So, obviously, you know, with the quality of players here, you know, and as I said, the level of um, competitiveness that um, the club has and the players that they have, you know, it's it's, it's always difficult. But um, I've settled pretty well. You know, the team has welcomed me, and uh, I don't feel sure, you know... um, I just I'm just here to basically you know that I am and what I can do but you know the fitness and um you know getting back to you know naturally playing well and you know or doing stuff that you're used to that I'm focused on um it obviously you know the trainings are really good you know America's been doing a really good job to prepare us for games and also to not overwork us you know obviously because of the weather and everything but um my fitness is slowly coming back. I feel I feel that I could play, you know, close to 90 minutes now. Uh, my sharpness is, is coming back. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm 100% sharp, but um, I, I, I could play in a game. I could play in a 90-minute game.
1: Yeah, yesterday we were speaking to Rick, and he actually said that he believes you're uh, at least at match fitness to start a match. He didn't say whether you were or weren't going to start against Orange County on Saturday. Um, but as you said, you, you feel like yeah. you could play. Um, Yeah. I think that's very impressive, the fact that Rick is saying that your match fit. And as you said, you haven't played in a competitive match or competitive training in months. What have you been doing in, you know, the last few months just to keep yourself, your body physically prepared?
0: I mean, as a professional, you know, you have to have that mindset. You know, this is is what gets food on the table. This is what, you know, our livelihood. You know, um, so me being a free agent, Anything can happen at any moment. I could get a call and say, okay, I have to be on a flight tomorrow, you know, to play for a team. So I, I was keeping fit. You know, I wasn't being, I wasn't going crazy or I wasn't playing competitive football or anything, but I did my gym workouts. I go for long runs, you know, I did technical work by myself, you know, stuff like that just to keep the endurance and the lungs going and get to like, keep some, you know, muscle memory, you know, and um, I think that has helped me now. Because this happened really fast. Like, I, we were on the phone on Friday and I was out in Phoenix on Sunday. You know, so I'm grateful for the opportunity and, um, you know, there's a lot of good things to come.
1: So, yeah, Rick kind of told us a little bit about that phone call. From from your uh, vantage point, what was it that Rick said to you that, you know, that, that convinced you that said – or maybe what, what is it that he said to you and what are your expectations now um, coming to Phoenix?
0: I mean, any player from... Because I've been always paying attention to Phoenix, you know. Um, even before now, you know, a couple of years ago from the 2017 Gold Cup, you know, me and but we had a, a brief conversation, you know, But my... I was mentally focused on getting over into Europe. Um, that's when, after Lambert came over to Phoenix. But um, Phoenix is all over the news, week in, week out, you know. Um, so they're playing attractive football. It was a no-brainer, you know, any player coming, you know, would want to join Phoenix at this moment. Yeah.
1: So, obviously, with uh, lack of fans, it's a little more quiet at the stadium, and as media, we can hear you guys on the field a little easier. So, something I noticed right away in your time on the last match Saturday was how vocal you are, and... Um, how much of almost like a leadership role you almost just have already stepped into. Do you feel that way? Do you see yourself as a leader in the locker room, even though you've only been here for a short time?
0: I mean, it comes natural for me, you know, especially as a center back, you know, a towering center, back. you have to be, you have to have a presence, you know, you have to have, you know, and uh, for me, the mentality is a, is a no nonsense, no nonsense mentality, you know, always want to win, always pushing my teammates to to, to, to do great things and, so that was automatic. It, it wasn't anything that, okay, you have to be a leader or am I a leader, you know? You don't you don't really have to wear the captain armband to become a leader, you know? Everybody contributes, you know, in their own way. And I feel like for me to come in and take charge, we needed that, you know, in that game, particular game, for the guys to hear a voice, to push them to know that we believe in them, you know, to get the goals back. And, you know, it helps, you know? And, um, yeah, that's just me. Um, I'm always trying to learn from my teammates and teach my teammates stuff and like to push the guys you know to their limit and to, to get the best out of them.
1: So I want to switch to the national team here a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a question that I think a lot of Phoenix Rising fans would love to hear from a teammate on Jamaica is what is it like playing with with Kevon and with Junior?
0: um it's natural you know it's good it's always good to have your fellow countrymen next to you on the pitch fighting you know for the championship especially in the national team you know it's all fun you know we enjoy it you know when we when we when we come in for camp it's just enjoy the football you know we're always trying to prove ourselves every time there's always somebody watching us you know especially now we're growing into a powerhouse in concacaf you know uh, we've done really well in the past three gold cup um, now we have World Cup qualifiers coming up, so especially with the form that Flemo is on, you know, and Kevin is playing really well, also. So, um, I enjoy it, you know. Uh, I know they could get the job done, you know. I could, you know, bet on them any day, you know, to go and give me a hundred percent, and you know, and I'm happy for that.
1: Yeah, you guys have actually been killing it in the, the last few Gold Cups, and um, no, it's painful for you, but you guys have come up painfully yeah. short, I must say. Yeah. Um, speaking of the CONCACAF qualifiers. Uh, They have been pushed back to 2021, the ones that were supposed to be October, November. So from a Phoenix Rockies perspective, you guys won't have any competitive games. But focusing on those qualifiers, what would it mean to you to qualify for the World Cup in only the second time in Jamaica's history?
0: I mean, it would mean a lot, especially for me, knowing that my dad played in the the 1998 World Cup. You know, it would mean a lot. I feel like it, it would be history because I don't think any other player has done that, you know with the father and son, um, playing in the the World Cup. Um, Yeah, it would be an honour, you know, I feel like it would change. It would give a lot of young players opportunities. It would give us opportunities to, to, you know, to reach the sky's the limit, basically. You know, it will inspire a lot of people in Jamaica and, you know, just our friends to know that, you know, like... The world is yours. You can achieve anything once you put your mind to it. And I feel like every professional footballer wants to represent their country and want to play at the highest level in the World Cup Is it?
1: So players such as yourself, um, Junior is one that we can take uh, a perfect example. Personally, I don't think he will be with Phoenix Rising next season, just because I think he's going to take that next step. Um, And I'm going to turn that question to you. Um, It's kind of putting you on the spot. You You can, you know, answer however you're allowed to tell me, but, your future, what, what is your aim in terms of your career?
0: I mean, I want to play at the highest level possible. I feel like I'm good enough to do that. Um, I'm grateful you know, to, for Phoenix to give me the opportunity to get games in, to contribute to the team, and to win the championship. And that's my focus right now. Um, obviously, I have goals for myself, you know, for the future. But for now, I'm just focused on here. I'm focused on getting wins, focusing on contributing 100% to, 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 to let the team win.
1: Well, Damon, I want to uh, say thank you very much for taking that time out of your day to join me. Um, It was very nice meeting you.
0: Yeah, no problem. You know, thanks for the call. You know, um, I just want the guys to to keep supporting us and uh, keep, you know, know, believing in us and uh, we'll we'll get the job done this weekend.
1: Yeah, man, good luck against uh, Orange County on Saturday. Um, All right, no
0: problem. Nice meeting you,
1: Jake. All right, man, I'll see you on Saturday from a distance. I'll have my mask on. Good luck. (laughs) All right, have a good one. Have a good one. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Uprising Podcast. Phoenix Rising's next match is Saturday at Casino Arizona Field against rivals Orange County SC, the only group B opponent which Phoenix has yet to take all three points from this season. Kickoff is set for 7.30pm, and you can catch all the action via audio stream on ArizonaSports.com and the new Arizona Sports app. And following the 90th minute equalizer from Los Dos and Wednesday night's 1-1 draw with San Diego Loyal SC, group B is starting to take shape. And while nothing is officially set in stone yet, other than Las Vegas being eliminated, Phoenix remains in first place at 26 points, and San Diego remains in second place with 23 points. But, Loyal SC also only has one game left compared to OC, LA, and Phoenix having three games left in the group. Los Dos comes in in third place at 22 points, just behind San Diego, and OC is just on the heels of LA with 21 points in fourth place, while Las Vegas rounds out the group in fifth with only nine points. Phoenix Rising can actually clinch a playoff spot with a win over Orange County this weekend, and pair that with a low stose draw or loss, and Rising will be Group B winners. For all things Phoenix Rising, be sure to head over to ArizonaSports.com, download the new Arizona Sports app, and you can also follow me on Twitter at JWA1994. Until next time, ci vediamo, a Ciao.